This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. All right, Rabotai, welcome everyone. Mishma Yudavin Magalit, Bezad Hashem, and Rabotai. Tonight, as usual, this is a very important uh, shiur that everybody should uh, internalize. And we're going to start tonight by saying there is a there is a mitzvah called Vezachata Kol Haderich. This is a very important mitzvah. And some people, they never heard of it in their life. They never heard of this mitzvah in their life. And you say, what kind of mitzvah is that? Rabbeinu Yonah says this. Zachata et kol haderech. Rabbeinu Yonah says it's one of the mitzvot of the Torah. What is the mitzvah of the Torah? What is it? What's the mitzvah? Mitzvah is to remember... Oh, Kadash, we forgot to lift this up a little bit. Lift it up, please. Thank you. We forgot to remember, right? That what? No, we're not going to hold up. Just give, come, come close. Okay, right? Mike. All right, so he says like this. What's the mitzvah called? Jacob, perfect timing. The mitzvah is called, the mitzvah is called, Vezachata Kola Derech. Remember the way. Vezachata Kola Derech. Remember the whole way. What is this mitzvah referring to? And let me explain very clearly. Tonight, it says, a person, Ezu Racham, is one, and what's the other one? You're on fire, this guy's on fire. Wow! You know what he said? You learn from every person. So that means there's something to learn from every person. No matter who you are, if you're a Chacham, you, you can learn from Mikol Adam. Let's take Paro. What could you learn from Paro? What you can learn from Paro is what you shouldn't be doing. Not only things, oh yeah, I have to learn from him what he did. No, no, no. It's also, oh, he did that? I'll never do that. So now you can understand. Who's the Chacham? He learns from everybody. Oh, that guy did a mistake? I'll never do his mistake. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you know, sometimes in life, you see as you go through life, you see, oh, that guy, that guy did that, that, that thing? I'll never do that mistake ever in my life. I see, I see what happened, what he went through with this, with that, you know? Never do that mistake. You Chacham. You learn from every situation. Oh, I'm not gonna learn from that. That guy, no way. Don't not do. What could we learn from Paro? Not to do. And in this week's parashat, we know that it says that he, he, Hashem hardened his heart. And what happened? Really, he only hardened his heart not to let the Jews go only after five makot. That was like his punishment. But every time something happened to Baruch, every single time, frogs, frogs, oh, damn, let's take the first one, damn, blood all over, blood all over, blood all over, blood, 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 going crazy, everything going wild, right? What happens? Paro screaming out, Moshe, please, pray to Hashem, take it away, I beg you, take it away. Okay, I'll take it away, you let the people go, let the people go, just let everybody get at it, just let the, let the blood go. He lets the blood go, what happens a week later? Not, not, no, he, he, he changes his mind, I'm sorry, nobody's going. Next, frogs, please pray, please pray for me, pray, pray, it goes away. Pray, it goes away, changes his mind. But what do you mean? I thought, don't you see what's going on? When he had a relief of no more pain, no more suffering, he went back to his old ways. You understand? We cannot do that. I want to explain to you something very, very clearly. In life, one of the reasons why they say, 
you stand up for an old man. You know, when an old man walks by you, the right, you have to have respect. You stand up. Yeah, at least you go up a little bit, right? You give an old man respect. Why? And the Torah is very makbid on it. Right? Why? So, one of the reasons that I saw once, long time ago, that this man, living so many years, had definitely went through miracles in his life. You see, everyone in their life, in our life, right? You are definitely from here to 120 years, you're going to go through things in your life where you're going to see how Hashem saved you. You're going to see you're in a situation. You know what's going to happen. You know what's going to do. Mark my words, it's going to happen. And definitely in your lifetime. And you will get saved from Hashem. You're like, wow, how'd that happen? Whether it be in any situation I'm talking about. Whether financially, some people financially, you know, where's the next dollar coming from? And all of a sudden, Hashem saves them. Right? I know of a man that he was in a very, very high position as his company. And literally the next day, something happened. They caught, they caught like a small fraud and they weren't sure. There's that. They were sure. They couldn't find it, not find it. The CEO of the company told them, Habibi, you're a great asset to the company. However, we don't have any problems with the government. You're fired. And I remember that day because that person came to me crying like a baby. And he didn't know what to do. I told him, don't worry. You'll have a Yeshua. And he did. He did. He has a financial Yeshua. This is talking about 10 years ago. He tells me it's the best thing that ever happened to him. Because what he's making now, he's making in one month what he used to make in one year. It's true. You will have Yeshua in your life. Some people, they need to find a Zivug. And they will. They will. They will. But when it does come, what is it? Don't forget the Savior that Hashem saved you. You understand what I'm trying to say? In any situation you're in, don't forget. People, Hashem, please, 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 I beg you, take this away. And I want to be good. I want to be tzaddik. I want to be, I'm going to show every single day. I want to be Okay, no problem. Hashem says, deal. Deal? The next two weeks, like nothing ever happened. He forgot. I thought he said he coming to shul. There's that. I had, Baruch Hashem, I had, I had cases like that. How guys came to me, Rabbi, I don't want to do a situation. True, true story. A person, how many had? He couldn't have children. He came for three months straight. Non-stop. Three months straight. He didn't go to Minyan ever. He came to this minyan for three months. By the third month, by the third month, after three years not having children, his wife got pregnant. Happens to be this guy remembered what Hashem did for him and he's still coming every morning. Years, years ago, but he's still coming. You know why? Vezacharta et kol haderech. Hashem Saved you from a situation. You don't just say, oh, forget it. Now everything is good, I'll see you later. No. What do you do? What do you do? You remember. You have to remember. Wait, this is what Hashem did? I remember. I keep a note on it. I'll never forget. And like that, what happens? 
you connect more with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Now, I'll give you a few examples. One example is Moshe Rabbeinu. Take Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu had a lisp. Tzadik, why did he have a lisp? Tell us, why do you have a lisp? Very good, everybody knows. Because what? There was, when he was a baby, right? They, the, the, they told him, uh, you know, he's going to take over the kingdom. He's going to take over the kingship. He says, no, he's not taking care of no. He's not, gonna, he's not taking care of nothing. Yeah, he is. And they put coals and they put gold and they say, choose which one. And the kid, little boy Moshe, he was really going for what? The for the gold. And the Malach came and pushed him to the coals. He touched the coal. He was so hot. He touched his mouth. He got a lisp for his whole life. Now Hashem is Hakoyachol. He can do anything he wants. So how come he didn't heal him? So we know that Ramban says because he didn't Moshe Rabbeinu didn't pray for it to be healed. So why didn't Hashem? Why didn't he want it to be healed? What was the reason? So there's a few reasons, but one of the reasons is why? It's because he always wanted to remember for the rest of his life when he would talk. He has a lisp. Hashem, you saved my life when I was a little boy. I'm alive today because of this lisp. You hear that? He didn't want to forget. Moshe Rabbeinu says, I don't want to forget. And therefore, I'll keep it like this. So I'll never forget Hashem. That's the level of Moshe Rabbeinu. He was on such a high level. He says, I don't want to forget Hashem. And what, he did me a miracle. What miracle did he do? He made me a miracle that I had, a, that I was a little boy and nothing happened to my, my, my thing. And because of that, I am going to remember Hashem like that every single second. You hear what's going on? Yeah, how important it is. Remember the miracles of your life and non-stop, continuously thank Hashem for those gifts. Continuously. A person, they found something in his body, there's that, that. I'll tell you a true story. I'll tell you a true story. It was with a relative of mine. It was a relative of mine. Listen to this. He went to the doctor. And the nurse she had to take a take a, a scan, like a like a picture. There's a right side, left side. You're supposed to take a scan on the on the left side. By accident, the nurse made a mistake, and she did it on the right side. The doctor comes in, and the doctor sees, "What are you doing? He has to do it on the. I see that it says left. It's supposed to be right. What are you doing? You messed up. Oh, I'm sorry, doctor. I'll do the scan again. The doctor now he has the left side and he has the right side." He looked at both sides, and now that he has both, and he saw in the picture, a growth of uh, the machala. And he said to the, he said to, to, to my relative, he says, you should just know, you should just know, that we're taking it out now, we're doing it quickly, and, and Hashem saved the God, he, he saved you. Because this could have grew very fast, and who knows what could have happened. And we're taking it out now. You know what's going on over here? You know what's going on over here? Now what did this man do? This man, he made a seuda hoda'a, it's called. It's brought down the Gemara when, 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 when something, it's Mesech Barachot, which Perek, Yonatan? Seventh Perek. The what? When you have a miracle, something big happened to you, right? You can make a seuda hoda'a. You bring people together, and you celebrate. You say, Hashem, I'm celebrating with you, Seuda, to, to tell everybody my miracle. This is what happened, and I'm very happy to be alive. And that's what he did. He came to our Kolel, and he made a very big Seuda, 
and he made a very, very big, uh, very big, uh, yani, a big thing, and he said about his miracle what happened to him publicly, openly. He said, "This is the miracle that happened to him." And what? And ever since then, that anniversary he celebrates. You understand what I'm trying to say? Vezachata et kol Remember the derech. I'll give you another thing. Take chamor. Pidyon chamor. You know what pidyon chamor is? What is it? The firstborn of a chamor is called pidyon peter chamor. It's a mitzvah. If you have a firstborn chamor, you take a, a keves, a sheep, and you could uh, put it. Or, if you don't want to do that, you take the hamor and you could, uh, you kill it. But there's a mitzvah of pidyon peter hamor. It's a pidyon. You are redeeming the hamor. The, fir- the, the, the first baby born, hamor bechor. The question is why? Why? You know what the answer is? What did the hamor do for Bnei Sale? It was. It carried all the rechush. It carried everything when we were leaving Egypt. Because of that, we want to, we want to remember what Hashem did for us. It was Hashem, really. But the, through the Hamor. But it was through Hashem. Hashem said, I'm going to give you this mitzvah. So you remember what I did for you many, many years ago. I made you extremely, extremely wealthy. Taking you out with the Hamor, with all this wealth. Remember that. And therefore, what should you do? Pidyon the Hamor. What connections? That happened many years ago. Who cares? Remember, you know, there's a beracha that you say that if there's a miracle that happened to you in this spot, every time you go to that spot, you say a beracha. Huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. Every thirty, yeah, after thirty days. I'm not exactly. Jacob's right, right. And not every single second. I'm saying every thirty days. Right, it's true, right. But when you go to that spot. You're going to say that, Beracha. You say to yourself, why? Hashem is telling remember, I gave you a miracle? We don't want you to forget that miracle. Why? The question is why. We're going to explain why in, in a few minutes. But Hashem wants you to remember those miracles that He did for you. The question is why? But I'll tell you one more before we say why. And that is, if you look, there's another mitzvah called Pidyon Ben. Now what's Pidyon Ben? Everybody knows. The firstborn... Yisrael, Yisrael, firstborn, what do you do? You put there the baby and you give it to the Kohen, right? You give it to the Kohen, it's with the Kohen, the Kohen says, listen, you want it back? Give me five uh, coins and you get it back. The question is, why this mitzvah? So we all know, because in, it, we all know in what? In Mitzrayim, we all got saved. The firstborns got saved. So mitzvah for that, remember Hashem says, I saved you. I don't want you to ever forget it. I'm making a mitzvah with the bechor, pidyon, bechor. That's it, remember. What? Pidyon aben. Pidyon aben. That's, that's what you should remember. Now, there's one problem. You ready for the problem? That's only if it's a natural birth. If there was a C-section and it wasn't a natural birth, the Hacha says, no pidyon. What's the difference? So, the halakha says like that. What's the difference? Now I'll tell you. Ready? This is, listen to the Hidush. I'll tell you. You see, in life, when everything goes naturally, everything's going good. Uh, you had a baby. You finally had a, had a boy. Yeah, it's great. So, 
the initial reaction is, thank you Hashem, of course. But it's not exorbitant. It's not like, wow, thank you Hashem, I had it. Yeah, you're happy, you're very happy, and this, that, that, that. But you don't realize the miracle that just took place. You understand? You don't realize the miracle that just took place. It all happened naturally. Your wife gave birth, took her two seconds, boom, had a baby, naturally, everything went well, everything went great. Beautiful. However, you must understand another thing. Right? You have to thank Hashem, even when everything is going naturally with quotation marks, you still have to thank Hashem for that. You understand? Now, when a lady doesn't have an unnatural birth, automatically she's thanking Hashem that she's alive. So she already did the things to Hashem like crazy. You understand? This is one pshat that I heard. But this is, this is, what's the pshat? The pshat is even when it comes naturally, the, the inyan is even when it comes naturally, you still have to go ahead and thank Borei Olam for it. You understand what's going on over here? This is a very important question. The question is why? Why is it so important? Why is this lesson so important? That I have to remember, I have to remember, I have to remember. Don't learn from Paro. Paro. When everything went well, he forgot about Hashem. Everything's going down, he remembers about Hashem. He forgot, he remembers. Go back and forth. Back. Why is it so important to remember all the good that God gave you all the time? Like really, like what's going on? The answer is very simple. Hashem wants to have a connection with us. And... We want to have a connection with Hashem. And we're building our relationship. We're building our relationship all the time. Whether you have miracles that happen to you in your life, whether you don't, you always got to think back and say, wow, this is amazing. I remember when I was a young boy, and I, I don't know if you guys remember, remember Brooklyn back in the day? There was there was there was a fight, major fights going on with the with the IT things like that. I don't know if you remember. You remember Anati? I don't know if you remember. You you were you were involved in it, huh? <laughs> he, he was he was the guy involved. You remember, right? And guess what? You got you you, you made it through. You thank Hashem for that. I have a personal story. When I was growing up, I'll never forget it in my life. I was nine years old. I was literally nine years old. I was living East Fourth between T and U. This is where I was living. I was I was a nine year nine year old kid, and I remember there was an IT across the street from me, and uh, he was younger. He was seven, and I took like a like a like a thing. I think like, pass me the ball. No, I'm not passing. You. Pass me the ball. So you know, I took, I took like um you know like those pricky uh you know uh, I don't know the from the leaf. I took something like prick. I don't prick you. Boom! I got a little bit. I'm getting my brother. You know, you see this big guy coming out of the door, like, yeah, I'm getting out of here so fast. I ran my lights off. I don't know if anybody knows, there was a Fat Mo's on uh, Avenue and East 50. Remember that or no? You remember that? There was, I, there was like a candy store. I remember. I run inside, and the lady's like, I was like, well, how can I help you? I was like, I'm going behind the counter. I can't be seen. I like jump over the counter, like by the cashier, just the underneath. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Just give me the phone, you know? I call my brother. I'll never forget. I call my brother. Call my brother Al. I said, Al, you gotta pick me up. What's going on? Just pick me up. I can't tell you right now. He picks me up. Never forget. East fifth. He goes, as he's going down, I jump in the car and we fly. We go down. We come back to the house. Literally, like we went out, if that we went out, two, two hours later, we come back. Come back and we see on the block, a car, like a big Cadillac following us. And I remember I was like, it can't be for us. He's driving. He drives around the corner. He sees the Cadillac still like tailgating right there. We drive around the corner again. We're not parking yet. 
all of a sudden, now we go down the block again. But this time, a car comes, flying out of like, I don't know, a driveway, I don't know where it was, blocks us, right in the middle of the street. Another, I don't know what kind of car, maybe it was also a guy, like I forgot. And then the other car is outside, you see literally five guys with bats coming out. I'm not joking, this happened, you can ask my brother Albert. You can ask my brother Albert, you know, he's here, you can ask him. You can ask him, what was that story when, 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 when the rabbi was a young kid, nine years old, I'll tell you the story. Ask him, right? Coming out, never forget it. And they're looking at my brother. My brother gets out of there. He's like, yeah, can I help you? And they take that little kid, the seven-year-old kid. Was he the boy who messed around with you? Was he the guy? Tell us, don't be scared. Well, forget about it. That night was, was done. You know, that night, finished. And I'll never forget. He said, no. He said, no, it wasn't, it wasn't really, it wasn't, it was me. It was in the back. <laughs> I was like, well, no, it wasn't him. And they drove off. We got back home. Of course, my brother, he's like, what are you doing there? But guess what? I don't forget that. I remember a miracle. Hashem saved, saved us that night, right? And he saved us, for sure. Look back. No, serious. Look back. Huh? Atash, you, you look back on any your life? Huh? Huh? You look back and you see how Hashem saved you. With those miracles, you know what happens now? You have a bigger appreciation for Hashem. And you know what happens when you appreciate God more? What happens? Huh? You know what happens when you appreciate Hashem more? You do more things to get close to Him. David Amalek says, Ani kidvat Elohim litov. What does that mean? Ani kidvat Elohim litov. What does that mean? He says, what's good? Imagine you're a king. You have everything in the world. Imagine you're a king. Imagine right now, just imagine yourself, you're a king, you have everything in the world. What would you say is good? You don't understand, I have five chefs, six chefs, every single time I want a meal, forget about it. Oh, forget it. All these smoothies, all these cocktails, all these this, all this that, da, 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 da. You have everything, you have everything. Wow, the, 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 the boats, the yachts, the islands, the, 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 the jets, the this, the that. What does David Amela say? What's good? Getting close to Hashem. That's what he says, it's good. Imagine, you say, well, this is good, you go with Hashem. That's good? Yeah, that's good. That's a real good. That's a real good. But the question is, how do you get close to Him? How? One of the ways is, one of the ways, there's many ways. But tonight, this is the way I'm telling you. Remember the derech that God passed you through. Because you in your life, you're going to be guaranteed, you're going to see miracles, how Hashem's going to save you, no matter what situation you're in. Hashem is always there for you. There's not one situation where he's not there. And he's always there. He'll, and guess what? He'll always be there. Think about it. The biggest rasha. Take the biggest rasha. How is he able to, still to pick up his hand to eat something? How? How? Tell me how. The answer is, God loves him also. He wants him to make tshuva. So he has patience. Patience. Maybe he's going to make tshuva next year, next week, next day. Maybe. But Hashem has the patience. So what does a person have to do? He has to remember. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, whoa. Hashem loves me. I told you this once. Rabbi uh, Mayor Sultan, he's my friend now in LA, he's, he's a rabbi in LA. We were walking one time in Bayit Vegan. And uh, we saw Rabbi Yehuda Adis. And we asked him, what's the greatest advice that you can give us? And you know what he said? Know and understand how much Hashem loves you. That's what, that, was, that was his advice. Hashem loves you more than you love yourself. Do you love yourself? Yes or no? 
You love yourself. Hashem loves you more. So what's our job in life? Our job in life is to get closer and closer to Him. How do you do that? There's a lot of ways to do that. Learning Torah, Tefillah. I'm not discussing that tonight. Tonight we're discussing one, one Indian, one topic. And that is, if you just go back, go back. Think about from the time you were born till now, how much Hashem saved you. You want to hear the biggest Hidush you ever heard in your life? Listen to this. David HaMelech is brought down in Mesechah Barachot, the first Perek. David HaMelech starts thanking Hashem. And you know what's the first thing he thanks Hashem for? You'll never believe me. You ready for this? What did he say? Before chasing him? No. You know what he says? He says, thank you Hashem that I survived in my mother's womb. You hear that? You ever think, Hashem, that I survived in my mother's womb? You ever even think about that? <laughs> the Gemara is telling you, David Melech, Otash, did you ever think, Hashem, that you survived in your mother's womb? You know how many miscarriages happen? You, 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 go, go, go see how many miscarriages. How many miscarriages? How many? How many? I'm not talking about miscarriages. I'm not talking about that. <laughs> you know how many mis- misses? You know how many? You know, it could be, it could be, who knows? But God saved you. God saved you. You understand what I'm trying to say? I mean, I don't think there's uh, so many misguided, but I'm just giving you a point that you could have died. Well, I want to tell you. I say you could have di- you could have died in your mother's stomach. You could have, but Hashem spared you, and He made you alive. Did you ever think, Hashem, in a million years that I thank you, Hashem, that you saved me from my mother's stomach? Yes or no? Huh? Atash, you ever thank Him or no? You still don't. In the class, at least say thank you. Forget it now. We'll ask you again. Did you ever think? At least say now, yeah, because I thanked in the class. You understand? You ever think, David? Never in your life. You know why? Because we don't think about these little things. You ever think, Hashem, you know, when you go to the bathroom, when you say Hashem outside, you ever think, Hashem, but really? What'd you say? No. Talk about really. You know, one of the Kodmonim say that if you say Hashem outside with Kavana, you'll never get sick in your life. One of the Kodmonim say that. If you say Hashem outside with Kavana, you'll never get sick in your life. Think about it. You know, there's, I shouldn't say his name, but I will tell you his name after. There's a person who called me up, and I'll tell you who he is. He, um, um, he told me that he was, something happened to him. Kidney, I don't know what it was with his kidney. He said to go to the bathroom. You don't know how hard it was just to go to the bathroom. You don't understand. He tells me, Rabbi, you don't understand. To go, what? It's what? Pain, painful is not the word. He told you, you don't understand what it, beyond, 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 beyond. Now you go to the bathroom, uh, normal, naturally. You have to come out, and you have to think Hashem, Hashem Yatsad, with a full Hashem Yatsad. You know, what do we say in it? We say, You go to the bathroom and you say, It's known in your your holy Kavod. This is what you talk about after you go to the bathroom? Ah, is this respectful, Nati? It ah, doesn't even mix. It does, in the context, it does. Yeah, but it doesn't even mix. He's speaking, you're going to the bathroom, and now he's saying, Hashem, what are you doing? You know, there was one time a goy, he, he saw a Jew coming out of him, and he says, what are you doing? So I'm, I'm blessing, blessing God, after you go, that's respectful, you bless God, after you, go, you just went to that. Yes, you need Hashem, even when you go to the bathroom. Yes, that's the point. You think you can just go. I don't know. 
No, 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 no. You need Hashem even when you have to go to the bathroom. And Abotai, this is the great lesson we're learning tonight. It's a very powerful lesson. Vezacharta et kol Remember the what? The way, the way of your life. In everything. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna grow. You're gonna get married. You're gonna have kids. You're gonna have grandkids. You're gonna have son-in-laws. You're gonna have daughter-in-laws. One time they saw Rabbi Vigda Miller on Ocean Parkway. And they said, Rabbi, what are you doing? Actually, his daughter saw him on Avenue R in Ocean Parkway. Says that, what are you doing? Ta, what are you doing? Says, I'm thanking Hashem for my son-in-law. You mean my husband? His daughter's saying, you mean my husband? He says, yeah, your husband. Says that, I'm married for 40 years. Says, yeah, for 40 years, I'm thanking Hashem for my son-in-law. You know what I'm saying? You know, the guy wants to get married so badly, so badly, so badly, so badly. So finally he gets married. Now, he says, within the within two years, ah, what's going on? Finally, you can't fight with your wife. That's what you wanted, right? No, Rabbi, if I get married, I'll never fight with my wife. And then all of a sudden, oh, she did this to me, she did that to me, she did this, da, 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 da. what happened? I thought you wanted to get married. The answer is, don't ever forget. Don't ever forget. Don't ever, Hashem did good. You know? There was one time a rabbi, and he tells his son, go get a beracha from this rabbi. There was a very big rabbi, go get a beracha from this rabbi. He says, okay, I'll go. Says the rabbi, comes back, he says, the rabbi cursed me. Says, what did he say? He said that I should break a lot of glasses and dishes and this and that. Says, no, the rabbi gave you a beracha. Says a beracha that I should crack a lot of dishes? Says, yes. How? So he's trying to say you should have so many kids. And that's what kids do. They, they, they crack dishes, they this, they that, they that. He's trying to tell you, you have that. Now finally, uh, uh, you, you have six, seven kids, eight kids. And yeah, yeah, son's mother's going nuts. The kid is driving me nuts. I can't anymore. They say, get home. What are you getting home? I'm flipping out. I can't, I can't, I can't. <laughs> right? At that moment, thank Hashem that you have the children. Baruch Hashem. I have kids. You understand, you understand the whole, the, 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 the and, 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 and if you think about it, how many years is just a race and it costs your whole life, things like that, but the heart, the heart really is not, where are at? But at the end of the day, you think Hashem, ah, the kids, the kids are driving nuts. You have kids. That's a barakha. That's a blessing. That's a blessing. The kids are driving me crazy, I can't anymore! I mean, that one time I was walking, I felt bad, but like I put my, I felt like my hood because I saw the lady, she didn't see me, but I was like, the lady, like, I was a red, she was a red light. And, and she put up, I was screaming on top of her lungs in, 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 in the car, like, I'm serious. Sit down, oh, no, I can't take it anymore, you better sit down, I'm be Hold me, I was like, oh my god, I don't want to see get embarrassed, you know, she'll get embarrassed. But that's what it is, oh, you have kids, of course, I know how it is, you have the kids, is that, but thank God, Kadosh Baruch that you have it. That you have it. Right? There was one time a guy in, um, um, uh, he was sitting down and, um, and he gets a phone call, like in the middle, they're eating, they're eating at a restaurant, he gets a phone call and another phone call and another phone call. And then, it, and then there was a couple, I don't know, two couples, and one couple tells the other couple, oh, you see, you see, the, you see what happens when you have real estate? You see, you're not stop busy. 
She says, I wish, I wish I had that real estate. You know what I'm saying? Going all out. You're busy. Sometimes a person has real estate and, and, and sometimes it's distracting. Two o'clock in the morning, I calls you up. No heat. No heat. Oh, this is what I have to deal with. <laughs> you know? It's true. This is what I have to deal with. But think about the beracha. Think about the flip side. At least, I wish somebody could call me two o'clock in the morning to fix my, fix my building. You know, oh, somebody's calling me. Can you please, uh, fix, uh, fix your building? Okay, I have a building. You know, I have a big building. I can only fix the heat. <laughs> call a management team. Call this. Call that. Wow, look at that. It's bracha. You have to look at the, you have to look at the blessings that you have. And everybody has it. Every single person has blessings in their life. There's not one person. You look at Ms. Lagishim, he speaks about it. There's not one person in life that doesn't have bracha. And that's the problem. You know, sometimes they feel, people feel down. There's no reason to feel down. There's no, absolutely no reason to feel down at all, at any time. There's no reason. Never have thought. Why are you having, why are you feeling down? Whatever reason. What do you think it, you're alive? Imagine the guy in the grave. You wish he could be alive. You're alive. You're alive and you're breathing and you're kicking. Wow! That's crazy. It says, Kol hallelujah. Every soul, every every breath that you take, praise God. Thank you, I'm alive. Another breath I can breathe. I'll never forget, there was a very prestigious man. He's well into his 80s. It happened this past summer. He's well into his 80s. Hashuvi guy, dignified fellow, distinguished man, a community man that everybody knows, well, well, uh, 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 um, well dressed. And I was sitting in Shul. It was in the summer, this past summer. And he sits next to his friend. You know, he's in, in the mid-80s, and the other one's in the mid-80s, and I'm sitting right behind them. And I comes in, like, you know, he, very, he looks very, uh, you know, very prestigious. And he has everything. He, Hashem, he has uh, wealth, he has fame, he has everything. And, uh, and he sits next to his friend, and this is what he tells him. I'm just so happy to be alive. Another day. You know what I'm saying? I'm happy to be alive. Be happy to be alive. It's the biggest simha that you could think of. You're alive? Wow. I can't believe I'm alive. Wow, it's amazing. You ever think Hashem, I'm alive? You never think Hashem, you're alive. Pashut. Why should I think Hashem? Because he gave you, He's giving you life every single second that you're alive. He's giving you life. He's giving you life every single second. I look back. I look back at my life. I'm, I'm, not, even, I'm not even old. And I, and I see people that passed. I see, unfortunately, I see. I had a friend, I had this, I had that. I look back, I was like, wow. Shem gave us life. He's still alive. It's great. Continue thinking, Hashem. How much bread did you have from the beginning of birth till now? How much bread? Could you imagine how much bread you had? How much shawarma sandwiches did you have? <laughs> how much ice cream did you have? How much coke did you drink? How much water did you drink? How much water went into your body? You know how much water went into your body? Liquids, dog, dog, dog. You know what that is? That means your kidney is pumping and pumping and pumping. And, and how much can it take, you say? You know what I'm saying? It's still, it's taking, it's going, it's still going, it's still going, everything is kicking and wow! You know what that is? How much things are you able to see with your eyes? You know what it is to have the eyes? You don't understand. Your eyes is very, very important. Thank Hashem that you have eyes, clear eyes that you can see. You know what kind of beracha that is? You don't understand what kind of beracha that is. Nobody knows what's going on with his eyes. There's that. A million things going on with your eyes. Thank Hashem, I have eyes. Hearing. And the thing goes on and on. I'll never forget. I was at the barbershop once by Steve. And he tells me like this. There was a guy there. And it's another guy there. And he says, oh my goodness, he's, he's cutting off his hair. He has, he's, he's gray. 
He said, oh my goodness. He, he tells him, oh, Steve, I have too much gray already. This is crazy. Too much gray. Too much gray. This is crazy. Gray, gray, gray. So there was another guy sitting on the other shop, the other, the other seat. He had, he was older. And he says in the mirror, thank Hashem that you have, that you made it to see your gray hair. That's what he said. Is that a good line? <laughs> thank God that you made it. To see your gray hair. You know, you look, you look at the guy yeah, gets a little, starting, starting to get a little, oh my goodness, I have one gray hair, or another gray hair, oh my goodness, what's going on? I'm getting gray, getting gray hair, gray hair, gray hair, oh my goodness. Then also one day you wake up, and you see the whole hair all, don't think your, your hair's gonna stay black, what are you thinking? You're gonna think it'd be 65, you're thinking you'd have a, 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 head, a, head, a, head of hair black? It's not happening, my friend. <laughs> Tell you straight up. You ever see a 65 year old black hair? No. Not, you ever see? Maybe, you ever see? Never. They spray paint. Yeah, no, nobody ever see. <laughs> if you have hair that age, finally you get to 65, 70 years old. You look in the mirror. Thank you, Hashem. I have the gray hair. I made it. Yes, yes, yes. Chaim Kenny FC says, if you hit 60, make sure you make a party. Because that means you for sure didn't do karet, for sure. And he hit 70, Rabbi Nohim Palachi says, make a very big party. You hit 80, why, why, why? What a party you have to make. But what? Because this is v'zachat et kol aderech. Remember, the Briskar Rav used to say, what's the gray hair for? The gray is to remind you, there's going to be a day reckoning one day. You have to meet Hashem one day. It's getting closer. It's getting closer. Another gray, another gray, another gray, getting closer. And then the Briskar Rav, they said, there are, but what happens when it's all gray? You don't have a reminder? He says, no, the gray gets grayer. <laughs> the whiter. The whiter. The, 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 the white gets whiter. You, know, you ever see like the white is really white? Like what's going on? I should remind you, did bad luck. You're going to come to me now soon. You better make sure you make chuba. You understand? That's what it is. And this is the great lesson we learned. When you go to this great lesson, don't learn the lesson from Paro. Paro is a guy that things were, things happen. Hashem saying, uh, uh. remember, the whole derech, consistently, continuously, call a derech. Remember, Hashem did this good for me. Hashem did that good for me. Hashem did this good for me. Hashem did that good. And this is the great lesson that we're learning. Have a great day. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.